What's up, everybody? My name is Adam Badger, and welcome to Talkin' Fit. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening to Talkin' Fit. I always appreciate it. Just real quick before we get started, uh, if you get any value out of this episode, which I know you will, just please be sure to share it on Instagram, share it to your story, send the link to a friend, tag me if you do. Uh, if you want to be super awesome, uh, subscribe, leave a five-star review. Um, and if it's complete shit and you don't like it, tell me why and I can make it better. Uh, but my guest today is uh, Patrick Wilson. He is an online coach. Uh, his Instagram handle is Gains by Pat. I've been following Pat for about a year now, but he's been a coach for much, much longer than that. And the thing I really, really like about his content, if you're not following him, you should, is that not only is it simple to uh, put into application, but it's very, very helpful and is very, very applicable. Uh, he has an online uh, subscription uh, programming that's called Realistic Gains, and that totally like encompasses his brand. It's just being able to make progress uh, from a fitness nutrition perspective in a very realistic way. So, Pat, thanks for hopping on. I really appreciate it, man. Hey, appreciate you, man. Thanks for reaching out. And that was a wonderful introduction. I could not have worded that better myself. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I came up with that off the top of my head as I was talking. I <laughs> appreciate you. All right. So there's a, there's, there might be like a, like a, like a split second delay between when I talk and you talk. So if it feels like I'm interrupting you, it's not intentional. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> awesome. So uh, yeah, just to get into it, I just kind of wanted to look, maybe learn a little bit more about you. We've never met in person. It's actually the first time we've ever talked besides, Hey man, do you want to do my podcast? So uh, maybe just a quick little brief background on who you are, how you got into fitness and how you started your business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am from Columbus, Ohio. I grew up playing basketball. I, uh, I ended up playing in basketball, basketball in college for a year. Always kind of liked working on getting better at basketball, better than actually playing the game, as weird as that sounds. Like I loved workouts. I love trying to get better, stronger, all that kind of stuff. Uh, anyway, went to a, a smaller Division three school in uh in ohio and uh we went zero and 24 we did not win a game <laughs> and i did not play at all on the varsity team and at that point in time i was like it's probably time to hang it up it's probably time to stop <laughs> uh and so i uh I, all my free time from there on started going to lifting like probably like halfway through the season i was like i know i'm gonna be done playing at the end of this year i want something that's gonna occupy my free time I always like wanted to be in shape, have a six pack, all that kind of stuff. I, and I just like, I enjoyed working out like for basketball. So I was like, I think I can transition and like start lifting. Um, so anyway, started doing that uh, my freshman year of college, like going all in on it, um, would be working out like six days a week lifting. All I did for the first three months was no exaggeration. I would alternate between a chest day and an arm day. And then I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would do I would do an ab workout for 30 minutes because I was like if I what I want to look like I want to look you know have a, a bigger chest I want to work on bench press on my arms to be big and I want a six pack so that's what I did had no real understanding of how any of it worked but I was like I know if I do that I could probably make some progress uh, I ended up meeting a guy that freshman year of college who was a trainer and had an understanding of nutrition and so he kind of took me under his wing and kind of showed me the way and actually we did like a, a back day a shoulder day and a leg day and <laughs> I started doing that. And then that summer going into my sophomore year of college, I, I transferred to a different school, uh, Ohio University, if people are familiar with that, uh, kind of a bigger school in Ohio. Um, 
And I just took as much time that summer to like learn about nutrition, learn more about workouts and like ended up doing like an actual fat loss phase, got super lean, got super in shape. And then I, I was always like skinnier growing up, like smaller, skinnier. And I was like, I want to try to put on as much muscle as possible. So then from that point on, when I was like 19 until I was like 22, I did like a perma bulking phase where I just like. <laughs> <laughs> as big as possible and i'm uh i'm i'm five nine with shoes on and uh i i bulked up to like 230 pounds so i was like a, a bowling ball nice like I, I was solid for sure and uh during that time though all i did was like study nutrition like study like what actually determines progress like why do people gain fat why do they lose fat what's important um obviously you have to sort through so much just bs out there and have to kind of see like what is actually real and then you have to implement it yourself and be like all right why am i actually losing weight is it because of carbs after or before or not having carbs after 8 p.m or not having food after 8 p.m or is it because it's like total calories so like you kind of learn those things kind of just by trial and error a little bit um, but also by a lot of research so I, uh, during college, I got my degree in finance, but I was also working at the gym and started training and doing a bunch of different stuff in the gym. And I always tell people when I was in college, I got my degree in finance, but I truly like majored in how to lose fat and build muscle. Like that is what I spent my entire time doing. Um, anyway, kind of fast forward through that, uh, ended up uh, getting a job in finance after I got graduated college. Uh, I ended up doing a bodybuilding show around that same time, like self coach myself and did halfway decent with it. Um, and then I was working my finance job and I'd work out in the mornings every day. And every single morning I'd be going driving into work, having like that anxiety driving into work. Like, I don't know what my boss is going to say today, like what I messed up on, blah, blah. And uh, I was like, man, I wish I could do something fitness related. Like I'm tired of working for someone and I wish I could just help people with fitness. Cause that's like what I love. And I know that I am you know, passionate about and, and knowledgeable on. So I, I had dated a girl that fall, this like fall of 2017. I was like seven months into working the finance job. And uh, she said she did online fitness coaching. And at that point, it was like a, a foreign concept to me. I was like, what does that even mean? Like, what yeah, yeah. It, it was weird to me. So she explained it to me. Uh, we ended up, uh, you know, stopped, broke up, whatever, stopped talking. And uh, then a couple months later, I like thought about it more. And I had this like epiphany. I was driving into work one day and I was like, there's no way I can sit in this office in Columbus, Ohio for the rest of my life and just sit in a cubicle forever. I just can't do it. I refuse. So I called her. I was like, hey, like, can you meet me and like explain how this like fully works and like how you want to. <laughs> so shout out to her. Uh, she met me for like two hours, like literally laid out a game plan of like what I should do with social media, how she goes about her coaching. And I was like off to the races, like making content every single day from then on forward. I started like studying uh, or like researching like how like Jordan Sai, like how he does content, like how he does coaching. Uh, Mike Vacanti, you coach Gary D, how he does content at the time. He doesn't really make content anymore, but how he went about it, how he does coaching. I uh, I read like a bunch of like Gary V books and a bunch of people who did like social media marketing and, and are big on social, like how to grow a brand and just really started implementing all that stuff that I was like researching on my own. I knew I already had the knowledge like when it came to fitness and nutrition, but I knew like in order to actually build a business and actually like have a you know functioning operation, I needed to learn more about how that works. Um, so I started posting for like two months, nothing really came of it. But then I started having friends from high school reach out to me and be like, yo, like I know you are, you know, are in shape and you work out, you're the workout guy, like, can you help me with that? Like writers around the same time, I was kind of wanting to do it. I just hadn't like made any formal announcement. Like, hey, I'm taking on clients. It was just people that were like, yo, like you seem like you know what you're talking about. What's up? Can you help me? 
started to do that. Um, started saving a bunch of money when I was still working at the finance job. I was working like 40, 50 hours a week. Like actually it was probably more than that. I was working like 10 to 12 hour days every single day from like seven to six ish. And then I would go uh, and, and literally work on the fitness business for like three hours, three, four hours at nighttime, just repeat that cycle, did that for like three months, saved a bunch of money. Finally got to a point where I had like eight clients I was working with online. And uh, it was like, well, shit, if I'm only working, you know, three hours per day on this, and I have, you know, have had some success with it, like what can happen if I put all like my full time effort into it. So I had money mm -hmm. saved up where I had some runway. And I was like, worst case scenario, I go back home and live with my parents and or get some other random like bartending job or whatever the case is. So from then on, that was like summer of 2018. Um, in a matter of like six ish months, I like got to a point where I was making the same amount as I was with the finance job and like had built kind of built business up a little bit. Uh, and then after about a year and a half, it was about that same amount of growth for a year and a half. Wasn't really seeing any changes. Um, didn't really know what else to do to kind of keep growing the business. And then I was watching Gary Vee again, and he was like, yo, if you miss kind of the, the Instagram wave and you want to build your personal brand, TikTok is the next thing. And this was like fall of 2019. So I was like, well, shit, I'm not growing on Instagram. I was posting every single day for two years straight and grew like 500 followers, which is like still, I mean, it's better than it. it oh, I yeah. Appreciate that. But it's like, damn, for the amount of effort I'm putting in, like, I, you know, you want to see more return from it. And so um, I, uh, I jumped on TikTok and like in a matter of two months, I had like 10,000 followers on TikTok. And then probably four months after that, I had like 100,000 followers on TikTok. And like my business just like exploded from there. Um, and that's right when COVID was happening. So the fact I already had the online situation kind of set up was just like, it, you know, it's kind of off of the races. Once my brand started to grow, I had kind of the system in place for it. Uh, and then in the last two years, um, from 2020 to 2021, I think my business like grew like three times. And then from last year to 20, 2021 to 2022, it's like two and like it's grown by like, more than double. So it's like continued to grow kind of year after year, just as you kind of get better at social media, figure out what your kind of uh, what your audience is, kind of you find your voice in the space and uh as is with anything in life with weight loss business, it's all about just consistency and you continuing to try to get a little bit better day to day. So that's kind of where yeah, yeah. Thing. That, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah we covered a lot. <laughs> no, that, no, that's no, that's that's really cool to hear the backstory of that because um, you know, I've been a trainer for like coming up on uh 2014 is when I started like coaching people in person, like at a, like a big box gym, like a gold gym. So like just hearing like someone else's progression through business and how they got to where they're at is always interesting to hear. I'm, 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 fa I'm more fascinated by that stuff at this point in my life than I am by like the normal stuff that we're interested in as coaches, like nutrition and training. Like we still have a passion for that, but like we've, it all comes down to like, Oh, calories in, calories out protein and lift weights. Like after a while, you just, you read through enough stuff to figure out that's what it's like. So I get very interested in like the business part of things, but I think the, if you could, we're kind of, kind of like extract from that and be able to apply it to any other area of life. It's just a stay, staying with a path and being, being willing to have patience and put up with, you know, sometimes long days or long periods of time with maybe no, no growth or where you have to kind of grind it out a little bit to get to the next step. And I'm sure it would have been super easy to go, ah, well, the finance job is steady. It's predictable. 
uh, let me just stick with that. And who knows where you would end up? Like, you know, maybe, it, maybe that would have caused you to focus less on your health and less on your fitness. And I know as a coach, once you start coaching people, the pressure to stay in shape and stay healthy and continuing to improve your own fitness is just tenfold. So it's always just interesting to like, you know, see where life could have taken you. But so how old are you now? If you don't want me asking. Uh, yeah, yeah, I completely agree with that. <laughs> I, I think about that a lot with my own like fitness goals and just everything in general. I'm like, I, yeah, you just never know what direction if you don't made one decision, what could have happened. Uh, but I am 28, going to be 29 here in about two weeks. Oh, nice. All right. So we're in uh, December then, right? Yeah. Oh, nice. December 26th, day after Christmas. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So like we're around the same age. I'm like a couple, only a couple of years older than you. Um, But like, I think when people hear us talk, it's very like, say you're the average, like a female, 45 kids you have the nine to five and you have your own habits in your two and you just haven't been able to lose the weight. It's easy to hear like two you know, around 30 something year old dudes talk about how they like to work out and they know about fitness, but the job of a coach is for us to go out and do all that fucking research and learn all that stuff and, and have that trial and error so that we can shorten the gap for our clients. So I think if you're listening to this and you hear like two dudes who are around 30 talking about how they like to lift weights, you're like, ah, they don't get me. It's like, no, it, you can extract a lot from this and apply it to your day-to-day life. It just takes patience. It just takes consistency. And it's going to be frustrating along the way. So um, right now, or just over the course of your business, like what, what would you say that the majority of clients that you work with are like, do you tend to work with younger, you know, a younger crowd an older crowd, uh, general fitness, weight loss, and what's your typical client look like? Yeah, for sure. Um, so it's a lot of people that sh- like struggle with losing body fat and are kind of at the point where they're tired of one, like having almost like that skinny fat look and like actually are willing to start lifting. And like, once you start changing their body and they've kind of gone through the, the cycle that I think a lot of people go in their fitness journey or just normal, you know, people that don't have time to research it a ton that, you know, they do a lot of cardio or they do these different like classes and um, do all whatever, you know, the, the next fad diet is and try out all this stuff. And it's just like, it, it's a never ending cycle of never making progress essentially. So a lot yeah. of times people come to me and they're like, all right, like I I'm ready to make changes. I like the stuff you post about um, like, I, I want to actually lose body fat, not just scale weight as fast as possible. Uh, so that's a lot of what I work on. And it's, it's interesting. I would say probably 70% is, is women of the, the clients that I work with. And it's probably, you know, it's probably 30 to 50 range is, is like similar. It's probably like what you said to what you work with, but it, uh, it, it's pretty widespread. I've had clients that are in their, you know, 50s, 60s before. Um, and then I've had, you know, people that are in college, people that are early 20s. So it, it really does vary a lot. It's a, yeah, it's, even right now I have like a client who's 26 and I have a client who's like 62. So like, uh, it's like, it varies, but you find uh, it's, it's, it's interesting that you said that though, but like the, I think most males would, you know, not most males, but if you're identifying like as like skinny fat, it's mostly like a guy would, would be in that category. Right. But we forget that like that whole, like quote unquote skinny fat and we're not fucking body shaming dude. It's just a fucking term. Skinny fat. It can apply to both male and female. And if you're thinking of like the typical female that we're talking about, it's someone like you said, who's done a bunch of hit classes, they've done every fat diet and they're not necessarily like obese, but you don't look lean and toned. So you don't feel confident. And most of those females what they do is they're just constantly 
unintentionally burning muscle in the gym and burning out muscle through their diet. They're eating low protein, drastically low calories, but then doing all this cardio, it lasts like three weeks and then they overeat. And then they just kind of repeat that cycle over and over and over again. So, uh, you know, for you, you know, whether through your own fitness journey, what you find with clients, like what are some go-to strategies that you help them develop to kind of break out of that chronic diet or mindset and more into a lean tone physique? Yeah, for sure. So I, I think the other big time thing, and you kind of touched on it with how I like the name of my like newer coaching program, the realistic gain side of things is really approaching nutrition in a realistic way. I think that's where I've probably grown my brain the most is like having people understand that it's okay to go have some drinks on the weekends or work in pizza or work in, you know, a, a cookie or sweets and like how to actually do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because inevitably, like for sure, if you want to lose weight, lose fat, like you got to eat healthier stuff. You got to eat veggies, fruits, lean protein sources, like have to work that stuff in. But if you have an understanding and know that it's possible to work in foods you actually enjoy, then it makes the process uh, of losing fat, making progress a lot easier and more enjoyable. So that's yeah. a big thing that I've worked on people with is like actually having a plan of attack for that, reminding people it's okay to go and enjoy that kind of taking the pressure off of people that it's it's not really like a diet it's like a it's like a lifestyle change of pace and like knowing that um you know it's possible to you, you can and should still enjoy life and then uh it, it's a lot of like working on the lifting side of things and letting like having people prioritize that and, it, and so early on people start lifting one they're not comfortable with it yet and they don't know how to go about it don't know what to do so it's it's getting through the first couple months of like actually learning the skill of lifting weights and it's that's all i was just gonna say that it's a skill yeah yeah and it's a it's a never-ending skill like i've been lifting now for 10 years and there's things like day to day month to month i'm like oh shit that's this makes sense like this is how i should probably go about this thing and and uh, so it's that. And then it's also like uh, people are so tied to losing scale weight as fast as possible and don't grasp the concept at first of actually losing body fat. And like the pe- most people, everyone wants to lose body fat. They don't want to lose scale weight. Like scale weight is re- can be a reflection of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's kind of changing people's mindsets about those three main things. Like it doesn't need to be only cardio nonstop to make progress. And it's going to be tough to maintain progress doing that. So getting into the lifting side of things, um, knowing that scale weight is not the only determinant of progress. And, we're, you know, there's many ways to go about it. And then kind of changing the way people look at food and, and their relationship with food uh, as they as they go about their life. No, and that's that's really good that you said, because one thing that I uh, I just had a, a did a podcast a couple of weeks ago with, with another uh, online coach. And I was saying, like, if you if you really do pay attention, like all the good coaches are saying the same shit. Like yeah. we're all saying the same shit, right? It's like, you can eat pizza, just be, you know, moderate it. You got to lift weights. You don't have to do all this cardio. Carbs are good. Like it's all the same shit. It's just, we put our own spin on it. We find our own audience. We help that audience, you know, get better. And I think it's, it can get frustrating from a coaching perspective when you see like across the board, like guys like you and, and hopefully me in there. And like, you know, the coaches that you mentioned earlier, like this broad spectrum, all these coaches saying the same stuff that actually works. And then once in a while, you'll get like a, like a liver king pop in and then everyone just goes, no, all their attention goes to that guy. Like, no, no, but maybe he's got the cigarette. Like, no, all this other stuff is what actually, is, actually works. And yeah. that's the, when I was started seeing your content, I know, like you said, you kind of blew up on TikTok. So I'm assuming that's why like most of your content is like reels because you see the, the, how that grows. But the thing I like about that is they're always just like, they're straight to the point and they're simple to apply. Like here's, 
here's a list of proteins that you should be eating. Here's how to, here's how to, uh, you know, buy healthy foods at Trader Joe's, like little things like that. But like when you're the average person seeing that, it's like, oh, that makes sense. It's not like all these graphs and charts and like all the science. It's like, no, just do this, do these simple things. Um, yeah. So that's really cool. I, that's, that's one thing I do like, I really like about your content. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. And, and your point about like whatever the next new thing is, I, I think that's just like the psychological, like psychological side of people. Like that's we as human beings, like we, one, we want an easier way to do stuff in a quicker way. That's yeah. just how it is. And then it's also like, it's fun and exciting when there's someone new that's like, Hey, eat liver and balls. And like, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. like and that's how you make progress. So I don't know. I think, I think that's where like we as coaches too have to, make it more exciting and put like you said put your own spin on it and make it to where it, it's entertaining but it's not deviating too far away from like those concrete principles that actually do lead to progress it's like it's like selling people what they want to hear but giving them what they need or whatever like that saying is it's almost like yeah that. yeah giving them what they need disguises like what they want sometimes yeah. but yeah. but i'm sure i'm sure like you know i know that you weren't in that business as long as you were but uh with um with coaching but I, I always do compare it to like finances because I feel like two of the things that we don't learn in grade school are like fitness and finances. Like we don't get a good understanding of that. So, and just for me, like becoming a dad, a homeowner, like a business owner, I've, I grew up, I like, I grew up poor. Like I didn't have any financial literacy when I was a kid. I didn't know. I, I just grew up with a bad relationship with money. It was like, money is hard to get. You have to, you have to hold on to it as long as possible. And, and it's a scary thing. And as I've matured and grown as, a, as an adult and you start learning more about finances, you learn that it's a lot of just, it's just like simple pr principles and patience, like invest a percentage of your money, save a percentage of your money, don't live over your means. And you can go read like all the, the fun books and go to like Tony Robbins events and like you can like get all the flash, but it's all comes down to like these basic principles. And you just got to be patient with it. The chances that you're going to like invest in that one stock that's going to make you rich overnight is probably not going to happen. You have to be like, you know, small and consistent and ride the waves. And it's the same thing with fitness. Like there's waves to this. There's times, there's periods of time in my life where like, I felt like I was in phenomenal shape and I was like, Oh my God, like I feel like the man. And there's other times where I was just like, do I even fucking work out? I've been doing this for 10 years. And like, I look like shit. And uh, I know for you like you're posting recently that you had like a really bad injury and so like, you know, what, what happened there and like, what, what are some, maybe like being this far into the game, getting injured, you know, and then having to recoup from that. I'm sure that was a humbling, but also like, you see like, oh, this, I have to now apply some of the principles that I teach my clients. And I'm sure you dealt with some of maybe the mindset hurdles that they deal with as well. Yeah, for sure. So I, uh, I pinched the nerve in my neck and it was like the most excruciating pain I've ever had in my life. Like it was like shooting pain all the way down my arm. Like I thought, I, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what the deal was. I didn't know what a pinched nerve felt like. I had no clue, but I was like, something is not right here. Went to ER, went to all types of specialists. Like literally there's like a guy like steroid pills, all this kind of stuff. And like, it was just, it was unbearable. Um, so long in the short, like I have, I still am like kind of recovering. Like I still have aren't back to like 100 100 i'm probably still like 85 percent of where i was uh maybe even a little less than that but it, it i think just knowing that with fitness and life in general like there are hurdles and there are ups and downs and like we uh with fitness like it's something that you want to be a part of your life for the long haul and kind of to your point with in, with investing in money as well like i uh 
like I, I have that understanding with finance and with, with money where it's like, you know, you should invest a percentage. You shouldn't you know invest more than you, you can lose if it's in something risky, like crypto stuff. But like, I still, uh, I still like went against some of those principles sometimes. Like when the whole crypto thing was going on the last like couple of years, like I probably put way more money into it than I should have. Like it wasn't to a point where it's detrimental to my life day to day, but it was still like, it was kind of stupid. Like sometimes it was stupid. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but it's also like knowing like, well, I'm going to keep making money and I'm going to keep needing to invest. So it's like, yeah, you take some bells and you keep it pushing and you, you go from there. And like, you, I mean, sure it sucks in the moment, but there's, you can't change the past. Like you can't change what happened. Um, and so I think that's kind of the same principle I took into like having an injury. It's like, I still want to look and feel really good. And for my overall health and just all aspects of life, I, you know, I, I need to work out and get back to it. And sure, I might not be where I was, you know, the day before I got injured, just strength wise and inevitably going to, you know, kind of take a few steps back, but it's only a matter of time before I get back to that. And I think, I think it's almost like the challenge of if you embrace it as like a game and a challenge and kind of take it head on and they're like, all right, here's like the steps to get there. Here's where I got to do day to day and kind of embrace it. It's a lot more enjoyable way to live life as opposed to having this one opportunity where you made a lot of progress or had a you know made a lot of money and then being you know devastated for the rest of life because you lost it and never taking action again so I, I think kind of keeping in mind that every like fitness is is for your entire life and knowing that there's going to be times where you have an injury or you get you know you have a breakup or you you know move or just so to have a kid like you get married like there's so many different things in life where just because you have this other thing that sure, you might not be able to put fitness as the main, main, main priority at this point in time, doesn't mean that you shouldn't still try to take some action and or, you know, you, you can't get back to your peak level at this some point. Yeah. And I, I, that's, that's really, it's really important to like, for people to focus on that. Cause the, the one conversation I have with people over and over is that like, there's never, there's never a reason to stop. Like there's never a reason to quit. And I, I've had clients before where they're like, you know, maybe they, they're dealing with some knee pain or they're dealing with pain in, in a certain way. And I go, okay, cool. So like what exercises hurt? And they'll list off like three, like, okay, those are the three that you can't really do right now. Let's focus on the other hundred that feel okay. Right. And it just reframes their mindset. They're like, Oh, so I don't have to like stop. And I'm like, and I, I remember having this conversation with a client recently. I was like, no, why would you fucking stop? Like what, yeah. what, what other option do you have? And, and just for me personally, like I said, like growing up the way I grew up, watching people struggle with money, watching people struggle to like establish themselves in life. I had the mindset that, that, Oh, that's just how life is. Mm -hmm. And then as I grew and I became more successful and, and I, I became more established and more stable, I was like, Oh no, like that's, that was just my mindset thinking that that's how it had to be. So when it related that back to like fitness, I think when people live a certain way for a long enough period of time, they just don't understand there's another way to live. They don't understand like, Oh, you don't have to start stop constantly like you can just stick with this and it's not always going to be optimal but to your point like yeah like having an injury or having like a, a kid like having a kid is like getting an injury but then it's like no it's just there forever and there's it's always evolving into a bigger injury and yeah. i love and i love my son literally more than anything in the world but like sometimes me and my wife look at each other like we did not appreciate the freedom we had before we had a kid yeah. Like, like even to, like before we start recording, you were like, I got, I'm going to a holiday party tonight. And I was like, that fucking like, like, what's that? It's social life. That's amazing. <laughs> so like, but, um, when I first had, a, uh, had a son, I had it in my mind, like, nope. All right. I'm, I'm not going to be the guy who's like, 
I had a kid and now then, then I fell off. I'm going to actually, I'm going to go harder at fitness. And I started going harder at it. And I realized that like, I was doing it in a way that I would never coach someone to do. Like I was putting it as such a high priority because I wanted to prove to myself that I like, oh, and I wasn't going to succumb to that. And then once I started to like ease up on myself, boom, saw better results. Right? Yeah. So, like, uh, so like I saw that you had posted about that on your, on your story today on Instagram about having that, you know, like, like that micro energy or micro speed, sorry, micro speed, uh, but macro patience. So having like, you know, in my interpretation of that is like giving as much as you can right now, but not expecting the result to be right now. Right. And, and sometimes you may only have 50% to give, but you're going to give a hundred percent of that 50%. Yeah. And, and so like for you coming back from an injury, you know, or like today you, you said on your Instagram story today, like how you have a super busy day work-wise, social-wise, and you didn't really have a ton of time to work out, but you knew that if you got in a short workout today, it was a small step towards the long-term goal. Right. So uh, what were some, I guess, did you have any big aha moments or revelations business-wise or fitness-wise over the last few years that's allowed you to maybe make that mental transition and be a little bit more gentle on yourself for lack of a better term? Yeah. Um, so I think just business-wise, I'll give two. So business-wise, I think it was like posting every single day on social media for two years, not really seeing much development with my business or with social media growth and just knowing like, all right, I have to do this thing and it might not be today, but eventually it's, it's going to happen. Um, and there's also kind of another quote that I like that goes along with that. It's something like treat every day. Like if you take as, as high quality of action today, like with fitness, like you're going to wake up tomorrow with a six pack, but know that like the six pack is probably not going to be there for three, six, 12 months. Like understand that it's going to, to take a little bit of time to get to the destination, but like treat every single day, like it's going to be tomorrow that it's going to be here. And like, what are like the final, you know, steps or actions you would take to like make that happen and try to, you know, do as best, like you said, do as best as you can every day. Obviously we can't be a thousand percent locked in every single day. And uh, with fitness, consistency is way better than perfection is, but um, attacking each day as best as you can that day. And just knowing that, you know, if you're doing that and, and you're continuing to look for new ways to improve, then eventually progress is going to come. So I think for me with, with business, um, I was posting every single day and finally I was like, all right, something isn't working here. I know I'm taking the right steps. I know what I'm talking about is good, but I need a new kind of way to go about it. I knew need a new like way to, you know, either make content or, you know, a new platform, whatever the case is. Um, and, you know, tried something new and, and, uh, but it was always like the same message that I was, I was saying, it was just a new kind of way to go about it a new platform. And I knew that, um, as long as I kind of kept just attacking it day in and day out, then eventually you would pay off in some way. Um, same thing with fitness too. It, I, I actually had the conversation with a client of mine this week and I kind of learned it for myself at, at one point too. Um, she was just like saying how she's been making a ton of progress and this is the best she's, she's felt since she's like, since she's had her kids, uh, lowest weight she's been since she's had her kids, like feels like super lean can start to see like abs showing even like all this like cool shit. And I was like, what do you think is like the thing that made the switch for you? Like, how, why do you think you're like feeling so good and started to make progress in the last, you know, three, four years when you've tried other stuff, it didn't work. And she was like, one, like, just like the tactics we're doing as far as like lifting and, you know, having, a, a having calories be a little bit higher starting out enough protein, like some of the tactical stuff, but she was like, it sounds very cliche, but simply like just being more consistent and just like, like, yeah. 
<laughs> staying consistent through the times when a lot of people would give up. And I think that kind of goes back to the, uh, to the business thing too. Like, I think I, I see a lot of my friends or peers or whoever it is that wants to build their fitness business and they, they don't, um, they don't take action every single day on it. Like they don't take action every single week. They post for a week straight and then they're like, well, shit, I didn't grow like a thousand followers this week. So like, I'm not going to post anymore. It's like, dog, it's not how it works. Like it's not, <laughs> yeah. you need to learn the game itself and you need to learn how to, you know, do better and improve your own self. And same thing with fitness. I think people, you know, start to take action for two weeks a month and they're like, like, fuck, why don't I have a six pack already? You're like, why aren't I down 20 pounds? It's like, bro, because you don't even understand like how to, how to lose weight or what, what goes into it yet. So it's yeah, like, we're like just learning the, we're just learning the skill right now. Like, yeah, that's, I always compare it to like, if you're like, if you were to l- trying to learn how to play guitar and on like day two, you're like, well, when are we going to fucking play one by Metallica or something like that? It's like, no. You don't even know the names of the chords yet. Like you don't even know. And I don't even know how to play guitar, but I'm saying like, you don't even know how to do this yet, but you have to learn how to do it. Like, I don't know shit about cars. Like I don't know anything about cars. I couldn't change my own oil. Uh, But like, if I wanted to learn it, I'm not going to start by getting under my car and fucking around with it. I'm going to like learn about where that shit even is. (laughs) That's, that's, that's the extent of my knowledge about cars is where that shit even is um <laughs> you have more knowledge than me <laughs> but, um I, I the that's a really good point you give up because i like to have those conversations too with clients when, they, when they're feeling really good really hone in on like well what exactly are you doing you know what do you feel like the changes that you made because that's the that's the point right is because most people are so hard are so used to they go on a diet they go off a diet they don't learn anything from it so when you're seeing results it's good to check in and go you know, what am I doing that's making me feel this way? And for a lot of people, it's just they, they stuck it out through periods of time where they, uh, you know, normally would have given up. And it, I like to call that earned confidence. Like, I think that's where you're at now in fitness and business that you've earned enough confidence through work to go, okay, I know that if I have a bad day or a bad week or even a bad month, it doesn't mean that it's over. It's just, okay, I know it'll turn around or maybe I have to, maybe I do have to tweak some things. But for, you know, for me too, just to relate to that is, yeah, I'm kind of going through that shift right now in my business with my approach to media, because I, I've been consistently posting like, you know, for years now, and I had a a, same thing, very slow growth, then like a good amount of growth in like a year, and then like, boom, plateaued again. So I'm, I'm doing that internal inventory right now. Like, well, what is, what, what am I not doing? What is, what is wrong with my messaging? Like, I know this, I know, I know what I'm talking about. I know I can get people results. So what do I need to change about my approach to reach more people? Yeah. Um, but the thing that's not going through my mind is, well, fuck this. I'm just going to stop. Like, right. So like, that's, that's, that's the difference. That's what separates someone who's going to see success with weight loss and someone who's not is the person who goes, well, screw this. Why bother? So why, why is that? Why is that even an option? Like, or do you just want to continue to live in the, the pain that you're in right now? Yeah, for sure. I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's, I, that's, I think just, you know, when people hear these conversations from coach to coach, it's just, it's good for them to know, like, they're not the only ones thinking stuff. Like you have tons of clients. I have clients, like most of them are going through the same mental hurdles. It's like when you're and us as coaches, I think the hard part on our end, uh, and correct me, or if this doesn't resonate with you, but like the hard part sometimes is just sticking to your guns as a coach and be like, no, we are doing things the right way. It's just a little slower than you would like. 
I can fucking cut your calories to a thousand if you want to get you some quick results, but I wouldn't feel right about that. And I know that you wouldn't enjoy that. So that's the hard part. Something that's really like sticking to your guns as a coach. Yeah. And I think that's where kind of, like you said, it's almost like that earned confidence where it's like, if you get enough people results doing it the way that you, you know, you feel like is best for them, then it's like, yeah, as it was with anything and kind of like your point about social media, like you have to make some tweaks in order to keep making progress, but there are some like core things that you, you should stick to. And, um, you know, I think with coaching, there's so many different factors with it. It's like what someone is going through in their life at that point in time. Like, are they really able to put as much energy effort towards it? If they're not, then maybe like we aim to do this, we can and try to help them like maintain and build some good habits. And, you know, that's what we can do at that point in time. And then in the future, you know, you know, as time goes on, they work through those things, then you can push to make more progress. Uh, I think for other people, it's like, are they, uh, do they have those other ideas about what they think is the best way to make progress? And they keep trying to do those, even though they just hired a coach and like the coach. Oh, dude. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's a fun one to deal with, right? <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense to me, but it happens all, you know, all the time. Cause I think, you know, people, they build these habits and they build these mindsets about how fitness works and what you're actually, they feel like you're supposed to be doing to make progress. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I always applaud people that anyone I work with that, I mean, cause ultimately the job of a business and as a coach is to help solve problems and make it easier for that person to get to their destination, their intended goal. And so I, I but I think a big part of that is the, the client themselves being open-minded to accepting coaching and being coachable and open to making changes to how they've gone about everything before. Um, so I, I always give people credit for that. Cause I think if, if someone told me, like, yo, Pat, like, stop putting any social media content out and start, you know, putting billboards up. I'd be like, bro, that is like the so 1990s. Like, why? Yeah, but that? that's, it's scary to change. It's yeah, scary exactly. to change. It's always scary to change. And especially, and the bigger the change is, the scarier it is, you know, if it, if it kind of makes you question. But I will say that, like, if you, uh, it, once you, if you hire a coach, I, I I totally applaud that. If you're someone who goes, I don't know how to solve my problem, I want to hire someone I trust to solve my problem, then yeah, yeah like because you're putting skin in the game, money's on the line, time's on the you know, your time and effort is on the line. So like I always applaud that and I give my client and I take that very seriously as a coach, someone's investing in me to help them. Yeah. But then I that the conversation that I like to have with people too is go, okay, but you chose to do this for a reason, and it's because you trust me to help you with this. Right. So if we can have, I'll answer all your questions. We can debate on it. And like, I'll explain as best I can why we're doing this. Cause I want you to learn. But at the end of the day, like if you're not going to make the change, just paying the invoice each month, isn't going to get you the results. Right. And, you know what I mean? You have to actually still do the steps. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I, I think I've, I've kind of learned that for myself at different times too. Like I've hired different people, like I've outsourced some different jobs and stuff like that. If I'm trying to like work on some aspect of business and I hire someone to do it. And even if it's, you know, a decent amount of money, but it, it's not leading to the progress I want with that. It's like, bullshit. I'm the problem. Like I'm the reason it's not, there's no progress because I'm not implementing or doing the shit that they need me to do. So I'm yeah, like, I've had that kind of epiphany a few times in the last year or so um, where I've hired someone to do something. And I'm like, why is there no progress? being made and i'm like ah it's me i'm the problem <laughs> yeah well you have to i think i think really that's i i think whether you're a business relationships like uh you know fitness that's the best you can do sometimes is even if you are innocent in the situation you can always extract some 
objective lesson like well what did i do what could i have done better so even if i hire some i hire a mentor and they tell me to do everything and i do it a b c d and i do it lettered like exactly how they lay it out for me if i don't see the result that i want it's still not the fault of the person who laid it out for me maybe it's just all right well maybe it just didn't work for me this time i gotta try it again or maybe i'm i'm just the the expectations are different so I mean, that's, that's really cool, man. I, I really, I really like your overall, just like kind of approach things. You seem like a, uh, a very positive dude who seems to handle stress pretty well. So like, that's, that's, uh, that's awesome, man. I, I, I guess if in closing, cause I don't want to take up your whole day, you know, what are some, do you have any day to day kind of, you know, things that you do for yourself to help you stay in the positive mindset through stressful times? Um, I think, I think for me, it's just like doing things I enjoy day to day. Uh, like, I think, I think having like the challenge of trying to make a social media content or trying to make a post and see how well it does. Like, I, I like kind of the game that I have within like social media. Like, I almost treat social media and business as like a game. So I think it's kind of fun just to play that game. And then it's also like, I enjoy you know, business and talking to people on a regular basis. Um, I think that helps me stay kind of positive. I think also too, just like over the years, knowing that nothing is ever accomplished than from a negative mindset, like you never really make serious progress and you don't ever enjoy life if you are always negative. Um, quick, super quick side story. I, I was at like a, a basketball camp, but I was in 10th grade. And uh, I, uh, I I scored like four points the whole time. And like, I was just in a super shitty mood, just bad mood, didn't want to be there or whatever. And then like, I, I was like, I can't be like this the rest of camp, bro. So it's going to be terrible. Next game, I was like, all right, I'm more positive, more engaged. I had like 18 points. And I was like, well, shit, like I, I, it was like a very like defining moment. I was like, if I'm just like more positive, even if things don't go as well, like it's still going to be more enjoy enjoyable day to day as opposed to just being oh, yeah. ass mood and not, I, I don't know, not, uh, not enjoying what I'm doing. So I don't know. I think that, and then I think, I think when you are just more positive and, and uh, upbeat about whatever situation it is, I think it's easier to make progress in that way. So that's kind of just how I try to approach any situation. Like, no, it's, it's practice, right? You got to practice it. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. And, and I think if, if for people who are used to being self-deprecating and, and negative, it's change, right? Like we just talked about it's scary to change. It's scary to think, well, if I just change my mindset, like it feels stupid at first for some people because like you're so used to telling yourself like i suck i can't do this i can't lose the weight i can't grow my business whatever it is so then we start telling yourself like i can do this it sounds like a lie it sounds like you're bullshitting yourself yeah. and i always, i always tell my advice to people is usually i go well like when you're telling yourself that you suck that's also bullshit you just told yourself that long enough you believe this true so if you tell yourself that you're good you're cool and you're great long enough it might feel like bullshit at first, but eventually you'll believe that it's true. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that's, that's a huge, that's a huge part of the process when people are trying to lose weight and trying to change anything in their life is just, just staying positive. And like you said, it's, it's much easier. And I'm, I say that as a human being who's been very guilty of having a pessimistic mindset about things in the past. And I've gotten to the point now in my life like with uh, having a kid changes a lot of your views on a lot of stuff. And one of the things is like, what, shit do i not want to pass on to him like yeah. behaviors do i not want to do yeah, yeah exactly so like uh for me it's like ah well if i'm fucking negative he's gonna be negative so like might as well stay positive yeah um so yeah real quick before i let go like where uh you know where can people find you where 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 would be some good places to check out your content i know you said yeah. tiktok and instagram but like uh just 
handle names and and if you want to plug in your, your website uh the new one realistic gains yeah let people know what it's up what that's about a little bit yeah, for sure. So a lot of lot of ways that you can get you know helpful fitness information. Uh, I think just Instagram uh, and TikTok day to day at Gains by Pat. That's a that's where I post every single day. Uh, I have a free fitness email course, uh, seven day email course that's super helpful. Um, you can sign up for on my website journeytogains.com. Uh, and it's linked to my Instagram. And then I also just launched a, a group coaching approach, a uh, group coaching program called Realistic Gain. So essentially it's a, it's a community um, where, you know, each month we put out new workout programs, uh, have eight different programs that you can choose from just based on, you know, if you're at home uh, in a gym setting, how many days per week, men, women's program, we have nutrition goals, uh, have different recipes. And then um, we have, you know, different kind of group check-ins and lives each week. So it's a very like inclusive kind of program. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, and it's a way for, I think people to have structure and have kind of a community to talk to about fitness in a positive way. Uh, one at a lower price point, And then two, um, I, just as a, as a kind of, I almost use it as a way for people to kind of get an intro of like how I approach coaching or after I work with a one-on-one client too, uh, it's a, it's kind of what like the step down is per se, like once they feel good doing it on their own a little bit more. So, uh, just launched that super excited about that. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the, that's the deal. That's the, probably the main areas you can, you can find my stuff. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for hopping on, man. I genuinely appreciate your time. Like I said, I know you got a busy day, so I'll let you go. But if you, yeah, if you guys want to check out Pat's stuff, uh, Games by Pat is the easy, easiest way to find him on TikTok and Instagram. Then all those, the other stuff is linked directly in there. And uh, if you follow me and you like my information, you'll definitely like Pat's information. Uh, so make sure you you flood your feed with stuff like that and less liver king stuff. <laughs> right, for sure. <laughs> uh, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Sincerely appreciate you, bro.